You're listening to an iFanboy special edition, the Lego Batman movie. special edition of iFanboy, talking about the Lego Batman movie. My name is Ron Richards, and with me is Connor Kilpatrick. Hello, Ron. Oh, God, he's going to do that. And uh, surprise, surprise guest on the iFanboy special edition, Mr. Josh Flanagan. I can also keep it up. (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do a Bane voice, but I can't get it. I can't do it. This will be your reckoning. Uh, welcome talk about the show. <laughs> so we are here to talk about the Lego Batman movie, which opened last Friday, right? Movie still open on yes. Friday. Yep. So. Yep. Thursday yes. night, Friday, Wednesday. Yes. yes. And this, this actually, even despite we've been special edition podcasting, it seems like for the, our entire lives, this is actually the first superhero movie in theaters of 2017. So this mm. thus kicks off the year. The break is over. Yes, right. And this is the unlikely one of them all, spinning off from the cameo in the Lego movie. No, he wasn't a cameo. He was a supporting character. He was there throughout the whole movie. I thought it was more of a cameo. Didn't he fly away at one point and just leave? Yeah, yeah. He 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 flew away in the Millennium Falcon in the greatest moment of my entire life. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) But for the most part, he was in the film for almost the entire time. I've seen the Lego movie 100,000 times. (laughs) He's Um, he's a a full character. And I've played through the Lego movie video game as well, which is like living in the movie. He is a major supporting character. He's the other guy of the love interest. Yeah, he's the right. Wild Style is the love interest, and he's the boyfriend that has to be dealt with. Right. Okay, well, in the Lego Batman movie, we're going to be talking about what happened in the movie. So guess what? There's going to be spoilers. (laughs) Uh, Just the concept of that makes me laugh. So if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to take a moment because you might have one of 90 million references or jokes ruined for you. Because I'll tell you what, this movie was exhausting. (laughs) You didn't take a two-year-old to it. (laughs) Jeez. He did. He took a couple. The cops are still looking for him. I took a 40-year-old woman who's not into this stuff at all, and that's (laughs) probably just as difficult. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so this was directed by Chris McKay, who is notably known for working on Robot Chicken and a lot of that fun stuff, a lot of Adult Swim, Moral Oral, and all that kind of wacky stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You you Um, barely know what you're talking about at this point, do you? Barely. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Which, which for, means I appreciate the preparation because I was like, he doesn't know this. Well, no, because for a moment, because as we're walking out of the movie, I turned to my girlfriend. I'm like, you know, the guys who directed this are directing the Han Solo movie. And then I looked it up. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Lego movies mixed up. Mark <laughs> <laughs> Miller are, are a bit more of a powerhouse than not Adam McKay. Yeah, exactly. But still, nonetheless, so picking up from the Lego movie, it's an entire Batman movie starring Will Arnett as Batman. And while for me it was frenetic and nonstop, I I had a great time at this movie. I I laughed a lot. I mean, it's fun, but, you know, it's a couple of steps down from the Lego movie. 
the Lego movie was really funny, but it also had a lot of interesting and sort of somewhat emotionally devastating things to say in right. it. This was just a fun movie. It was more of a surface level movie than the Lego movie. Yeah, well, this, this was this was a this was a a relentless nonstop maybe one and a half note joke. Yes. And if you're if you're on board for the joke, then you're going to have a great time. If you're not on board for the joke, I can't see anybody enjoying this. Luckily, I'm in for most of it, and there was just enough. I mean, like it's funny because I went to a theater. I saw. I, I made the mistake of going to see it at 10 a.m. in Brooklyn, and I'm <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, but nobody goes to movies at 10 a.m. And then I realized I was going to a kids movie, and there were just nothing but kids, and they enjoyed it because it's bright and moves fast and all this sort of stuff. But like I was trying to take note of whether the adults were laughing or not, and they were. Like it was like the a lot of the jokes hit, and there were and for me, like I thought this was perilously deep in terms of references. Like you could either go way deep if you're, you know, really oh, yeah. into. I'm sure there was a ton we all missed, and then there's a ton in the background that we all missed because yeah, there's a lot of exactly. Like there was some. I, was I know, to... but if if we missed them, right? <laughs> then you know. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what did what did you think of it? Basically, what Connor says, but probably more so. Like I said, I've seen the Lego movie a million times, and I was like, this looks like it, and it feels like it, but it ain't it. It's not a smart. It yeah. wasn't. It really was missing something that made that other thing magic. Um, and it was funny for a bit, but I got tired of it. Right. And at the end, I just thought, I wanted that to be funnier. It could have been 20 minutes shorter. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really like it. I, I, I don't mean, think it was bad. It was, I just... Well, you didn't like hoping, it? I mean, I did in the sense that, like... It felt like a copy of something I've seen before, not done quite as well. Right. Right. So in that sense, you know, it's not as it's not well, that's that, not that, as good. That's yeah, not that's exciting. Why, that's yeah. That's why I, I that's why I kind of said it was a, you know, one and a half note joke in that it was like Will Arnett's Batman, gravelly voice and the darkness and and Will Arnett's gra- gravitas and all that sort of stuff. Like that was very funny in the Lego Movie because it was such a out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, knocked the scales of that movie, which were totally bubblegum and positive and bright colored and all this sort of stuff. It like it, it it knocked everything on its butt, which was great. And that movie needed it. And for this, it was just that over and over and over again. And actually, and what I found myself looking for is I found myself looking for the little random shit, the little throwaway stuff. Like every time Bane was on screen, I mean, my, my girlfriend, she's like, she's like, every time Bane opened his mouth, you you laughed out loud. And I don't know if that's just as because, well. You should have right, exactly. <laughs> the right response. Should we talk more about the things we liked? Because I had, I do have one major thing I, I didn't like. But do we want to talk about the major sure. the things we liked first? What do you, how do you do this? Please let it be about continuity. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that outfit was wrong. Alfred never wore that outfit. Why would he do that? By the way, Connor's ranting comic book nerd. It sounds like Bill Murray from Caddyshack. So <laughs> kind of like Bane, Ron. I was really excited every time Two Face was on screen because it Billy was D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, voiced by Billy D. Williams, who never got to actually be Two Face. The entire yep. reason why he agreed to be in the Batman '89 movie was so that he would get to be Two Face. So it was kind of like a vindication. However many years later, it's been uh, for yeah. Billy D. Williams. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed little jokes like that. Were fun. There- there were a lot, yeah. There were there was a lot of like that's the thing. Like I, it was funny because you know, like I said, I you know I brought my girlfriend who's not into this stuff, and I wanted to see if she would enjoy it or not. And like she didn't like she, she couldn't give two shits that it's that there's a billboard for Ferris Air, right? Right. But meanwhile, I'm like, ooh, Ferris Air, you know, like the nerd, you know. So like so it, like when you're doing that, you it's it, we we talk about this all the time. The mix between fan service and would a movie work for somebody who has no idea what the references are, and I think this does work. 
Yeah. You know, I think it. I think it actually it, it it layers in the right amount of fan service, and the movie isn't based on fan service. The movie exists on its own, and it's just then, it, and it's just a one and a half no joke over and over again, which is fine. Josh, what were your little people thinking of the movie? My older son, who will be seven, enjoyed it. He's very familiar with the Lego Movie and the people. He doesn't know most of the jokes, other than like they know who the superheroes are for the most part. Are you saying he didn't get the joke about the Batman '66 show? I mean, is it, nope. he, he did not understand the context of that joke. He did not. Okay. He did not. He said he enjoyed it. He liked the fart jokes. He likes wordplay. <laughs> right. Like you know, there was enough going on that he was. He liked Robin. You know. I mean, th- th- this was. This he never was a- thought in his head. That's not what Robin's like. <laughs> I mean, this really felt like an enormous love letter to the Batman movie franchises. Yes. You know, like just the number of deep references, you know, going from Batman 66 to the Batman 1940s TV show, yeah. even to even the Dark Knight Returns, you know, like all, you know. I mean, I, I've had a lot of clever references at this point. And so it's a little like, yeah, you can do that. It's fine. I, I will say the shark repellent joke was my favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. It's great. Like that it's was great. because they didn't explain it. Right. Yes. They just were like, here it is. Get it or don't. And I was like, all right. All right. Props yeah. to you. I did really like the whole. It all opens up with Batman saving Gotham from the Joker and everyone is extolling Batman. He's got his song and he's I love metal Batman and the, with the guitar. All that stuff was fun. Yep. And then he goes home and I just loved the whole sequence at home. I loved the extremely long and painful microwaving mm-hmm. his dinner by himself. Very funny. And then watching Jerry Maguire by himself. And, and then I thought, you know, the scene where he is in front of all his family f- pictures and was looking at them, I thought that was a really, actually, a really effective emotional scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering, you know, the character. And, you know, there was some things that they were good about. I mean, this whole thing was about Batman's fear of having a family because his last family died. But the family being foisted on him, nevertheless. That, I guess that'd be the major the theme of the film, but yeah, they flogged more out of that than I think there was there. And I know that it's a, it's a silly movie. I did like how it worked, and I did like you know that Robin selfie sort of took the place of his you know the picture from when he was a kid. I, but it was I yep. also thought it was really effective, and I thought that was a really sad scene. You know, I thought that was really effectively done. That's probably the, for me the best part of the movie. Uh, where it felt like what the Lego movie got to, or got the closest to what the Lego movie got to. Well, I mean, that right there, though, that's sort of certain. At a certain point, they were still going on with, I feel really stupid criticizing the movie. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> at, but, least you're con- at least you're conscious of it. <laughs> no, I, I am. So I'm not, like, taking myself so seriously, but it does have to do with my enjoyment of it. So, like, the emotional anchor for this is that he doesn't want to have a family around, and that drives him to make bad decisions and push people away until finally he decides to pull them back in, like... It really felt like that lasted a lot longer than it should have. And like it was like after a little while, it was like getting very thin. And then I think, well, that's just for a kid's movie. Then I thought, well, I didn't have to make I don't have to make that excuse for Pixar movies. I don't have to make that excuse for I've seen cars a billion times and I never thought that or the Lego movie or something like that. It just it felt like there wasn't actually enough to hook a story on. Right. And in that way, it was a little weak. I think that was they could rely very heavily on, on the billion jokes. But I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's it's the it's the the drumbeat of the jokes and the references and the little Easter eggs and the Robin wearing a Nightwing costume yeah. and you know all I that mean, sort of stuff that you know it is an achievement just to have all of that there you know just yeah. I, I thought this about the other movie and this is in the same way the sort of production design of it you know everything is built of real Lego bricks you know virtually you know that <laughs> that's that sort of like the density of image. And idea, yeah. I'm, that's amazing. It, it, that's never not going to not be amazing. So, like, that's really impressive. 
Which is what we said about the Lego movie. You never heard of your two-year-old thought of it. He got bored about 40 minutes. He decided he wanted a bottle of water really bad, so I had to go buy one for $4 that he didn't drink. Um, then I had to take him to a different row away from all the other people because he wouldn't sit down. Then I had to tell him to... This may have affected my viewing. Um, to get out of the aisle and come sit down, and we should not have brought him. He sat, okay. through, movies. He sat through movies before. It's just, <laughs> just this one. About halfway through, he got bored. Okay. He hasn't well. mentioned it since. But he likes yeah, like, he, if I think it, honest, honestly, I think if it was Marvel and it was the Hulk, he would have loved it. Interesting. interesting. All right. Like he well, loves he's it. a Mar- he, he's a, a Marvel, Marvel kid. kid. Rod's already Marvel like, kid. Hmm. I like. This he's story. a Marvel kid. The other one's a DC kid. That's. I yeah. mean, that's. I'm already seeing it. All right. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. That's okay. All right. So you ready for me to deep dive into my main problem with it, or are we still going through stuff I, we enjoyed? Well, no. I want to say. I mean, like, I think. I think the my favorite. You know, Connor, like you, you, you know, your favorite thing was the storyline. And I think my favorite thing was uh, Bane. <laughs> Just every oh, time, wow. Bane, every every time Bane talked, it was fantastic. I mean, like literally, it was. I mean, it was a great decision to have him be the Nolan voice. Uh, Doug Benson did the voice of Bane, yeah. and uh, at one point, he had a leather jacket with the furry collar around him yes, and it was uh, you will be gotham's reckoning it was <laughs> it was just great <laughs> just love it love it all right sorry okay and so there wasn't too much of it no it wasn't it, it was yeah it and wasn't I, I think if he had been a main character you had to listen to it the whole time it wouldn't have been funny because it, it was always a background aside yes it was yeah. like an, an, a chorus of voices you're like yeah 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 you will be the reckoning you know, well, I, I and I, fa- I found myself actually by that point w- watching for that stuff because like at one point like so so you know uh, they did get I mean I know it's being written about everybody's loving it but the suicide joke dig when you know when they when they need to go stop the Joker and the Phantom Zone army and Barbara Gordon suggests they get the other villains in prison and he's like what get villains to fight other villains what a stupid idea that was a funny joke but when then later in the movie when they actually do that and when Barbara Gordon asks all the villains what can you do and they all start yelling what they can do and just there's one voice in the background that goes, I'm really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> that, that got me. So <laughs> the thing is that joke couldn't have been an actual comment on the performance or the reality of that movie. Cause it would have had to been done forever ago. Right. Just, they're you know, just like, I think it's just like making fun of the other stuff in the family, like a thing rather than like the yeah, actual, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They also could have changed the line at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, little things like, Ray Fiennes playing Alfred, but, also, but also Voldemort being in the movie, who used the voice up, but he didn't voice Voldemort. You know so, which, by funny. the way, I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give my girlfriend credit. As soon as Voldemort came up, she's like, Eddie Izzard. And I looked at her, I was like, how did you do that? And she just she just knew. He had like three lines, and she yeah. knew it was Eddie Izzard. Yeah. So that wasn't Ray Fiennes? No, he wasn't. It was Eddie Izzard. Yeah, Ray Fiennes he, was Alfred, but he wasn't Voldemort. Yeah. They, would, they probably would have had to pay him extra $3 million to do that. <laughs> I still kind of get a kick out of the bizarre nature of seeing all these different IP on the screen together, like when you're a kid and you play with all your toys. Sure. That yeah. still is kind of fun. The, for those who haven't seen the movie, the whole basis of it is is that, you know, as Connor pointed out, it's all about Batman f- uh, facing his fear, but also that, that that's kind of like the B plot or the A minus plot, or I don't know, because there's also the, the no, main plot. No, that's the point of the movie. Everything else is in service of that. That's well, I plot. thought the whole jo- the Joker thing was, was a, the, a main point of the movie. That was funny. The that was funny. I mean, that was a better Batman premise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was so. What that happens is that premise. so Batman fights the Joker, and the Joker says, "Well, you know, I'm your greatest enemy." And Batman's like, "No, you're not." And that gets the Joker upset, and so the Joker, you know, basically just wants Batman to admit that he's his greatest enemy, and so he does this whole scheme to to uh, give up and go to prison and take away the, their eternal struggle. And Batman doesn't believe it, and so Batman thinks the only way to take care of the Joker is to send him to the Phantom Zone. 
So he goes to steal Super, which I imagine we'll get to, Connor. But he goes to the Fortress of Solitude to steal the Phantom Zone projector and sends Joker to the Phantom Zone. That's what he wanted. And he recruits an army consisting of all of Warner Brothers' villainous IP. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Including Voldemort, including Sauron, including (laughs) including the Daleks from Doctor Who. The the Kraken. The The Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> King Kong, right? And like so the, I thought that was very clever. Was, I didn't expect to see uh Doctor the Doctor Who robots in it going exterminate. <laughs> I mean it wasn't quite the Lego movie, but in terms of insanity, yeah. but it was still pretty f- interesting to see that was the, the sort of the main fight. I mean, the villains and everybody ends up fighting those the bad guys, even the villains. Yeah. Although not the Justice League team. Yeah, I I thought that, so so that was weird. So yeah, They're so too Batman busy goes partying, to, is that what happened? Yes. Yeah, so Batman goes to the Fortress of Solitude to steal the Phantom Zone projector and I did, he rings the doorbell and a plays the John Williams theme. That was funny. And the Justice League is all there having the 57th annual Justice League party that nobody invited Batman to. And so I'm like, all right, you established the Justice League are here. Right. And, and yet Gotham is being destroyed by Phantom Zone villains. Why doesn't the Justice League... Like, I thought that was a bit of a plot hole. <laughs> Especially since... in the no, Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, before we move on. <laughs> yeah. Ron, remember what I was talking about earlier? Do you feel any of that at this moment? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Especially since they, you know, the, the poster and all that stuff shows Batman and the Justice League running at you. It was sort yeah, of odd right? that they weren't involved. If they had put the Justice League in a more front and center position, I think the movie would have been a lot stronger. Yeah. Yes. Would have had more to go off of. Yeah. More jokes. I mean, it still works. Batman still is an asshole. We're on the Justice League. So that's okay. That sure. still works uh, with them. So Batman's a very malleable character. That's one of the things about this movie that shows is that you know he's he's existed all throughout the years in very different forms from Adam West's Silver Age goofiness to Christopher Nolan's Christian Bale serious Batman. So I don't have a problem with different interpretations of Batman. I like this interpretation of Batman. But I yeah. I do have a like a couple of absolute Batman deal breakers that if they occur I can't oh, get behind the story. I'm so excited about what's about to happen. <laughs> and this, this movie skated right to the edge. And it may have gone over, but I was really trying to enjoy the movie, so I was I couldn't decide. So, for some reason, whoever in charge of Warner Brothers Animation has decided that they think it's a good idea that Batman and Batgirl have a relationship. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. This has popped up a couple of times. And that's verboten, right? She's his surrogate daughter. I mean, it's... Yeah, right. Yeah. Stepdaughter, goddaughter, something like yeah, that along I, those lines. Some relationship. So in Batman Beyond, it was hinted at. It was even brought up in the comics that the big DC was doing that I, I dropped it immediately as soon as it happened. And then recently in the Killing Joke movie, they added a 20-minute prologue to the film because the, the main plot wasn't long enough. And it involved <laughs> Batman and Batgirl catching this guy and then they had sex. I don't understand why it's a hard concept. Oh, these are is his... that the thing everyone was mad about? Yes, that was the thing everyone was mad about. Oh. I had this thought during the movie. No, I don't think it was as concrete as you, but I just thought, I was like, that's not right, and Dick Grayson's right there. And I know Dick Grayson isn't in a position to be that person, but... No, but, I mean, even besides the fact that she's sort of, you know, in the canon, Dick's you know, sweetheart, for lack of a better word, she's part of the, his family of kids, you know? It's, it's, it's yeah. all those kids he raises... And it's really creepy. I don't care that she's a adult here. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. In the world of Batman, they have a parental relationship. That would be like if like he had a relationship with, with one of the Robins, basically. Right. When I saw it in the trailers, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to end up hating this. And, and luckily, it didn't happen. They didn't cross the line. But they only because she wasn't, he, not for lack of his trying, but she wasn't interested. Right. But the fact that they even broached it was really a big problem. I mean, could, there was any number of female characters they could have put in yeah. that position 
as a kick-ass fighter alongside him and not have it be his you know his stepdaughter or whoever however you yeah. want to characterize it I will say that of all the jokes, like I was paying attention to when my girlfriend laughed and when Batman saw Barbara Gordon for the first time and they played the I just died in your arms tonight, so she laughed out loud. So like that joke worked, but she has no context that you have, Connor. Sure, no, no, I'm not saying I'm just saying for me, that's my deal breaker. No, no, I'm just going to say, but that joke could have worked for any woman, you know, for any love interest, you yeah. know, basically not any woman. But like if that's if, a. You know, if Catwoman came in, I'm just saying that I'm going to stop funny, talking now. <laughs> Lord and Miller do a joke and they've done it in a at least a couple of movies they did it in the lego movie when emmett first sees wild style and he like he sees her and he starts to talk he goes ah like goes everything goes yeah. slow the same joke in cloudy with a chance of meatballs where whoever the bill Hader character does the same thing goes, and so it's like they had to do that but using hey, connor songs. yes hey, connor i didn't realize and it makes perfect sense now but josh is an expert in kids movies yes well <laughs> i yeah did they, did they do Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs, too? No, my, no. see, my kid doesn't they like didn't. movies. Right. So, like, these are all movies that I tried to get him to like, but that I've seen, like, he's, we've played Lego, we've played the Lego movie game for a while, so we've been able to watch the movie a lot, too. But the thing is, those are also really good movies. Those are good movies. Like, there are shitty ones, too. Like, we I went tell and you, saw I... one with, uh, where Owen Wilson is like a turkey traveling through time, and that was awful. I didn't see Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, but Wait. I saw the trailer... Huh? And there was a joke in that that made me laugh for weeks. It's a and really funny movie. With because it's all play, wordplay. It's the, le- the the there's a leak in the car. And they went ah. There's a, a, a leak. <laughs> oh boy! Did you catch that at all? I've seen the movie. No. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I don't either. What? <laughs> the whole point of the movie. Is <laughs> okay, so wow. We'll, we'll the, whole the, the whole point of the movie is that the vegetables come to life. And they're in a car, and the oh. car is a boat. The car is in a river, and they go, ah, there's there's, le- there's a leak in the car, and it's a little leak, like the vegetable leak. <laughs> okay. So anyway, listen uh, to him laugh. I know. It's, and I went, that, that movie came out how long ago? And the funny thing is, I don't want to see the movie because I don't want to ruin it. That's good. Yeah. Good. Just let it live it's in good, your heart, man. Effect. Exactly. Just like the Minions. Like, I didn't see the Minions movie. I love those Minions. I No, watch them. Okay. I'm very familiar with the Minions movies. Yep. Despicable Me 2 and Minions are really good. Okay. All right. Like, like this, like, when I say really good, what I mean is the sense of humor works for me. The joke timing, the way that they do things, whereas it's just, it's just what I consider a sophisticated way of doing jokes. Yeah, and I don't know what it is, but something about those goddamn minions. I've watched so many clips on YouTube of like all oh, the scenes I'm, and the jokes, and like I get, it's like it's like watching um, um, what's comedy where like Charlie Chaplin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I get it. You know, like it's, yeah. oh, it's great. It's no, great. and so that, like I'm not a snob. Like, and I before I ever saw the minions, like I'd see like the merch everywhere, and I was like, oh, I'm so fucking sick of those. And then I like watched it with my kids, and I was like, that movie's funny. Those things are funny. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. They're just funny. <laughs> I love those goddamn yellow things. Okay, sorry. Back so, to Batman. So, so I want that as a context to me talking about this movie and be like, I don't know, I didn't really enjoy it because that's shitty. Was anyone surprised, considering all of the jokes and in jokes and references, and that there was nothing about Will Arnett and Michael Sarah being teammates? I had the thought about half an hour in. So here's this was no. I mean, I, I thought about it, I, but it would. I think it would have been inappropriate. Not inappropriate. It just wouldn't have fit mm. at all. Like all the in jokes have to do with. DC or Batman or Warner Brothers or whatever. Yeah, it can't be about the actors. Yeah, yeah. So here's my point. Will Arnett as Joe Bluth was my favorite thing. 
I mean, like, like that's my oh, yeah. my favorite comedy show, you know, like except Seinfeld probably, and like it was my favorite thing. I don't know that he's done anything that I've really liked since then. It's a variation on a theme since then. Yeah, no, like he's doing his it's move just, and it, it's been a long time. It's just that he talks like that. That's his yeah. move now. And it's like, and it's, it's, I mean, like we were talking about after the movie, like he had that Netflix show that didn't do anything. He's got like two Fox shows that didn't do anything. Like I've tried, and but like, like he used it up for me. But also that's in the context of Arrested Development where he's surrounded by, I mean, like a, a stellar cast and, and like, incredible writing and unless all that stuff around is you know it worked in that concept context and everywhere else not as much well he's very good at playing the over ego inflated jerk right yeah i mean he's the high status idiot this version of batman is that and then to me that that worked i thought he was very funny as that character so connor you said you said you had a list what else what else but so aside from the batgirl relationship what else what else was the issue no, no. I so said that was my, my oh, that, that was deal it? breaker. Yeah, that was my almost deal breaker of the movie. Like, if that had happened, I would have been yeah. able to. This would be a very different conversation. Right. He wanted it to happen, but it didn't happen. So I'm, I'm glad it did because otherwise, I'd you know. Right. Well, so so in terms of things we didn't like, I do think that in the pantheon of Jokers, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. the this is the worst movie Joker of them all. And nothing against Zach Galifianakis who did the voice, but like. I, I mean, you know, like it'll be okay. It, it, it just, it just, it wasn't. I mean, the thing is, that between Cesar Romero to Mark Hamill to Jack Nicholson to Heath Ledger, it's just like there's such a expectation, at least in my head, for somebody to be the Joker, and th- he just didn't have like there was no defining characteristic that that is Jokery. Like he just was was kind of villainy. He wasn't Jokery to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now what the problem is. What? Pointy teeth. Yes. Yeah. You take those pointy teeth out, you have a whole different view on it. I guarantee it. Possibly, yeah. I think you're right in that the Joker himself was not interesting. However, as Josh mentioned earlier, I think the relationship between Batman and the Joker was interesting. Oh, agreed. I think that was the best thing. But like, but there was no cackle. There was no laugh. There was no... Well, think about it. Was the last time we saw the Joker on screen was Heath Ledger and he won an Oscar for it. Sure. So, yeah, no, understood. Understood. Yeah, no. And I, I, yeah, yeah. It would be a little bit difficult. Maybe just don't try for a little while. Actually, that's not, right, yeah. that's not yeah. true. See, I bl- I blocked it out of my fucking memory. The last time I saw him on screen was Jared Leto. In oh, you're right. Yeah, I blocked it out of my head. Wow, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't no. think anybody would blame me for that. But but uh, you know what? I think it was a good decision to not make him Mark Hamill. Yes, because yeah. they. Sh- I, I I thought it would have been a bad idea to like take that mm-hmm. in. They were referring to things from the past, but they weren't leaning on them necessarily. But I would also say the voice actually wasn't so different than Mark Hamill's that I didn't go. Is that Mark Hamill? For a I didn't second, know who it was? Like I picked up most of them. I, no I knew for instantly it wasn't Mark Hamill. Right, but but it, uh, but it yeah. wasn't. I knew that. It wasn't so yeah. different from that voice characterization. Is my point. And yeah. then the other thing is like, so what is the Joker? Sometimes the Joker's really scary. Sometimes he's really silly. This Joker wasn't any of those things. He wasn't right. like he he was the romantic, whatever you know, like the anti-romantic lead character that he was sort of playing in that. Like, and you can't make him scary. Like it's a tough position. It's a really, I think you take the scary out of that character and. Yeah, it's not a lot left. I mean, not right. not. It's just, it's just, what do you do with him if you don't make him a murderer? Right. Tough position. Yeah, I mean, he, it becomes more of the Cesar Romero. You know, <laughs> this is kind of a goofball criminal type. He's not. I mean, it's, that's really all you can do in this kind of context. Sure. No, I mean, and I, I, I don't know what they would have done. I don't. Really... I quite enjoyed Alfred. Alfred was good. I liked Alfred. In, I liked Alfred in his Alfred mask. That was good as well too. And they still. When are they going to run out of this generation of British actors to play Alfred? They've done. Wait a minute. Did uh, 
Jeremy Irons play him once? Jeremy Irons played him in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Okay. Re- most recently. He's the most I, recent Alfred, yeah. I blocked that out. It's like, that seems familiar, but I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm not even making a joke. Like, <laughs> I like his little bald cap. Like, It wasn't like they just left the top of the Lego open. Yeah. You know, they yeah. actually had like a bald cap on. That was funny. They snapped it on. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and I liked him. I liked him in the old suit. I liked him saying I missed the 60s. Like, I liked Alfred. I thought he was a fun yeah. character. You know, even though it was a different kind of Robin, Dick Grayson. First of all, I liked that it was Dick Grayson. I liked that yep. it wasn't fucking Street. Damien. I cannot tell you how thrilled I was about that. I know you were thrilled. I'll confess, I didn't know it was Michael Sarah until the end. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I saw that it's somewhere. I liked his sort of wide-eyed, naive yep. character, although he was very competent. I liked that, too. I liked when they were doing the training, he was really good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that made it funnier good. because, you know, the, the meaner Batman tried to be, the, the more he stepped up to the plate and was he able to, all of- to succeed. He did it with a smile on his face. Yeah. I liked that it was the old version of the DC Universe. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that Superman had his trunks. Which yeah, I thought was a no-no. Because the filmmakers were like, "No, all these other costumes look stupid." <laughs> I, I had fun with it. I had a good time. It just wasn't, you know, it wasn't what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Lego Movie. Lego Movie was really great. This was a fun right. time at the movies. This is fun. Yeah, I agree. This is fun. It wasn't great. I mean, it, and if you are a huge Batman fan or a huge DC fan and you like there. to revel in the references and stuff like that, then you probably had a great time, and that's cool too. Here's my question, though, and this is the thing that I've been thinking about after it's over. I think a lot of people get by, and I, like I saw, you know, social media, everybody coming home. Oh, it was the greatest! It was great. Yeah. Well, you have to ignore social and, media for that because I, yeah. I know that. But like, that's that, that's my whole thing. Every, every, the weekend of every movie that comes out, it's the greatest movie ever I, made. I realize that, but I'm getting to a point. Yeah, I promise. What is your point? But it just—it <laughs> seems like that is over and over predicated on. Look at there's a superhero up there, and they're referencing other superheroes that we know about. And I wonder, she's like, how deep does that well go? Because, like, all of the novelty is out now. Like, we it's happened. Like, why why is that still enough? Because it's because so it's, it's it, it is it's familiarity. It's breed it's yeah. breeding on familiarity. It's breeding on oh, I get that. I'm in the club. Like, I but, get but it. I mean, it's it like no. Used to be like that. Used to be special because we weren't when 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 Kevin Smith first talked about Star Wars in a movie. We were like, Jesus, no one's ever done this before. Right. And yeah. now it's been twenty years of that constantly, yeah. and like it's not impressive anymore. Like yeah. it, unless it's really clever. But it's well, and that's and and that's the and that's the thing is that the bar is raised. I think in order to do that well or do it in a good way, you know, and and that there's like this where. It's, you know, enjoyable and some people are going to love it and some people like you, like us who have watched a lot of it over the past yeah. 15 years are going to – like I'll admit I walked out of this movie a little tired. I was tired. But also people like the things they like. Yeah. It's no different than a sports fan watching a highlight show over and over again I of old things. I don't understand like, yeah. that either. Of That's clips he's yeah. seen a million times. It's no different than seeing an old player come to the game again. Like it's not any different. Than not that. Willie Mays making a catch. It's a different version of that. I, I watch that baseball documentary all the time. It's the same thing. I'm reveling right. in the nostalgia of baseball. Yeah. Yeah, but if they made that baseball documentary 12 times – I'd watch By the time every, you I watched saw Major that, League Baseball and they repackaged just everything. I've watched three different versions of the Cubs World Series highlights in three different kind of contexts. It's just but reliving that's memories. Actual footage of it. Well, no, no, it's but you, I mean, you're, you're apples and oranges here. I mean, I, 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 Josh, I get the point that you're making. Like, Connor, if they made if they made another Major League type movie, that I mean, like, imagine if they made Major League. They're up to Major League 15. You know, and then uh, like I get the point that you're making, Josh, is that is that they're going to the well a lot. But the thing is, is that that well right now is plentiful, and that the, and that they're 
they're growing. They're- how long can that go on? Well, why why worry? Who cares? If people are into comics, you're going to like him no matter how many versions yeah. come out. And, I have and the same question about superhero comics, so it's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, and but that and, and that and that's the thing is that if you look at it now, I mean, not I mean, superhero comics are not. I mean, it's not the. I mean, now we're getting into way off topic, but the you know the, the number of conventions is ever increasing. P- more people are going to this stuff, whether or not they read the comics and are as well read as us or the people listening to this show or other folks is you know questionable. But who cares? People people are reveling in fandom, and this is this is what it is now. You know, in 1980, 1981, how many Star Wars knockoffs were there? You know, there were everyone was trying to do a science fiction space opera. We don't remember the shitty ones because they were shitty. You know, but like. I remember Ice Pirates. Yeah, I you do. know, I was so excited right. to go see that, and I was remember yeah. just like, that was one of my first big like movie theater disappointments. Yeah, where I was like, oh man, that's exactly what I want to see, and I got there and I was like, oh, that yeah, wasn't no. what I thought it was going to be at all. And just and I still have nightmares about that What's nuts the, thing? the claw the things chomping Space at the herpes? ball. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah, Space yeah. herpes. Yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I laughed at. I didn't even know what a herpes was, but a herpes is a funny word. Wow, you really are your children's father. My kid watches the movie just like me. Like, well, no. I laugh when something makes me laugh. I, I laugh a lot. I know, but hard. I've never, I've never been. I no matter at what age I am, and I can go back and talk to my parents, or whatever. But I've never been like, ha ha. He said fart. Like that's never been my humor, and that is your family's humor, and that's okay. Did you watch Saturday Night Live this last week? I did. Did you see the farting push up? I, I did. Didn't, I didn't laugh once. Yeah, me either. I laughed the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So that's that's your that's that's your. What's comp- funny is that I'm the one who's going to come off in this is the snobby like, high minded <laughs> person. I'm also but fart jokes are good too. <laughs> what about when the minions say bottom? Get ready says butt. I like it better when they say banana. Banana. Anyway, banana one. Oh. Banana one's good. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, we can go on and on and on about our opinions of children's movies. Wait, let's talk about Ice Pirates. That was Robert Urich. Yeah, it was Robert Urich. Yeah. I watched that a lot on TV over the Angelica years. Houston? Uh, yep. Yeah, no, the Ice Pirates is a big deal. I 1984. Know, I remember, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 1984, I was uh, seven. It made $14.26 million in the probably box. probably weren't seven. You were probably six at that point. Yeah. 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 It has a one star on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a 9%. Not a good movie. <laughs> oh, man. I remember That's that funny. movie. But they so, did predict that water would be valuable. No, what's funny is that it has a nine percent amongst critics and a forty-nine percent amongst the audience. <laughs> I that's find that usually funny. the yeah, that's yeah. that's normal. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the Lego Batman movie, go to ifanboy.com where you can comment on this post, let people know what you thought of it, and that's gonna wrap us up for media February, right, Connor? Are we all yes. done? Now we're waiting on Logan okay. in March. Logan in March. So looking forward to that. So until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. I'm Josh! (laughs) Banana! (laughs) I get the last laugh, I get the final grin Throw you into the asylum with Harley Quinn Turn two-face to black and blue face